Welcome to the Speed Zone. Uh, we're doing a couple of these little special editions. We are doing this one. We just came back and saw Suicide Squad. I gotta tell you, the reviews were way, way off base. This, this has got to be one of those classic examples. Like, this is why I, uh, anybody who tuned in, we did a little uh, pre-show on Facebook Live, uh, just on our way to the theater, kind of gearing up what we were about to go through is... I, I do not like to read reviews before I go see anything. I don't like teasers. I like teasers. I don't like spoilers. Um, you know, I'd rather see it myself yeah. and then read the reviews and see what other people's opinions of the same thing were. Agreed. And I think the reviews were way off base on this. I don't think I saw one headline for a review just reading the, the tagline on uh, the titles. I've never seen a review for this movie that said anything good about it. I and I'm shocked about it. it. I, I am. I walked into this movie not expecting anything. And I came out. It that did not feel like a two-hour movie to me. No, it moved quick, man. The action beats, the story beats, everything moved at such a. It, they did a really good pace. I think the writing was really done well. I think you know what. The everyone editing had such, on that movie was done extremely well. Everyone had well. such a problem in reviews with flashbacks, and I I really didn't see a problem with them. I actually like flashbacks in general. I go, but in this movie, I and I've always said, I go, I will if flashbacks. If they they blend well with the story yeah. and and the editing of the movie and they're 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 peppered in properly, they're fantastic. Yeah. And this movie they peppered them in really well. There was no flashback. There was any considerable amount of time that was like, okay, you're dragging. They were super cuts. No drag on anymore. They, they were, were super cuts and, and they were poignant. I. It was like we're gonna show you a flashback. Here's a quick little clip. Here's what we want to let you know. Boom, 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 and they went right back into the story. And you um, know the story. I was expecting it to drag on. I was expecting it to be, you know, not so action-packed because of what Batman versus Superman brought us in theaters. But this just, it came right out of the gates and just kept going. It did not feel like a two-hour movie. I loved it. The characters, uh, Marco Robbie, oh my mother. This woman can act her fucking ass off. She that's, had, a big, that's a big statement because you basically get a good the whole movie is just shots of her uh, ass uh, um, oh, which oh. is like just spectacular in and of itself I mean we could rate that if you'd like but you know that's gonna be that's a, a whole different that's episode a whole different that's episode, a whole different episode, yeah. episode. but Margot Robbie she's just she captured Harley Quinn perfectly um, the her, voice the attitude and I gotta say on, on that note too it's I mean Will Smith is Will Smith we always expect him to do his thing when he's on screen big things on screen um, Will. but there's been a couple things he's done in the past where it's like you can just tell the chemistry wasn't right wild, between, wild west <laughs> between the two of them their chemistry on film and the way they play off each other was great it was there was just a natural flow to the two of them um, and it really essentially was with all the characters that are in well, this movie, and there's I, so much going on. It is the Deadshot Harley Quinn show for yes. the majority of the movie. And I gotta tell you, I actually didn't like the interaction between Joker and Harley Quinn. I thought that Deadshot had a better relationship with Harley than Joker did. Well, better on-screen chemistry, well, yes. yes. No, see, I, I gotta disagree with you. This is one thing we're, we're absolutely not gonna see eye-to-eye on. Right. I really like the new interpretation of the Joker. It's... Here's the thing. I don't hate it. I just don't think that it is the right Joker that in this same universe killed Jason Todd. I think this is the perfect Joker for that. 
I think I, we just don't get a whole lot of him. He's a secondary story attached just to build the Harley Quinn story. See, but so I want you more of the Joker. And but that's, that's not what this movie was. I know, and that's why they shouldn't have even included him. But, I, nah, see, I like that they included him because you can't do a Harley Quinn origin without the Joker. And I like the direction they took with the Harley Quinn origin Oh yeah. as... You know, the, the Joker made her crazy. We all know this. Like, she was a psychiatrist who was working with the Joker trying to help him become sane. And, and that in, was in done that, perfectly. It was. Done it was. Perfectly. And it, it's, it's the actual true origin story of how she went crazy. And then you watch and, the, their chemistry together when you watch him make her crazy. Again, her acting chops are very good. And it's when you have an, when you have an actor who is playing, portraying a character who can say more with their eyes... And very oh. subtle body language when Ooh. she's actually before she's Harley yeah. Quinn, yeah, uh, and she's actually just the doctor, Harley Quinzel, yeah. That she really good man. She she sold it. She sold she it really really well. And you really know what? Well. I was worried about Will Smith playing Deadshot. He brought a homey, just human person to Deadshot. Yeah. Like he, you saw his emotion more, more than we've ever seen ever in comics. For the character, yeah. Because there's always a thing with Deadshot where yeah. it is, he has the daughter. Yes. And there's always that he does have a human side to him. Yes, but... but. he's an assassin. He's, he's He blows people's heads off for money. That's what he does. And they do a really good job. They keep just keep beating him in the head with that one. Oh. And he kept rebuttaling with the emotion. In his, again, yeah. with the actor. In his eyes and whatnot, you can see beneath the surface where he's going. It's To him, it's all about his daughter. And you know, I, I gotta say, the third and final performance that I was just blown away with was Jay Hernandez as El Diablo. That, I think, actually had the most depth of any character in the movie. It did. Um, I mean, you got a guy who He's does, a tortured soul. He doesn't like, use his powers remorseful. the entire, almost the entire movie, and we find out because he kills his entire family. Yeah, because he lost control. He lost control. And then, boom, in the end of the movie, you actually get to see Diablo take his true form, which I was really hoping they would go down that path. I've never seen it. I thought it was awesome. I've seen pictures of it. Um, I forget what book it was that I was flipping through. And it was uh, he, it, Rage, when he goes, when he, when he, oh, re yeah. when he relinquishes all control to the beast within yeah. this dark power that he was cursed with, um, it it is a Aztec looking god. Yeah. Essentially, he is El Diablo, the god of fire. But it has that real Aztec look to him, oh, and yeah. it's, it's bare bones. And they they they, hit it. they, they hit it nailed on the head. it on the head. Now I will say, okay, on that note, I gotta chime in really quick with this because it just it just bugs me just a little bit. So it's oh. presumed <laughs> that El Diablo is dead. You killed the god of fire. With fire? With fire. So a bomb exploded. He he is pure fire at his core. That's what he is. And that's that's the beast within. Is, but he wasn't in his form at that But point. it's still in him. True. It's that's when we're like, okay, so you killed the god of fire with compressed fire? Yeah, we'll get back to that one later. Well, I just let, think, I think let, they're going to resurrect. Us, I think let us know if you guys feel the same. Yeah, please please chime in on uh, our, our Speed Zone Facebook page with any, if you know anything about if they have plans to resurrect Diablo, because I would love to see that actor come back. Oh, and he was the wonderful. I think he did such an exceptional <laughs> job. And on another note, an actor that we will never see again was the guy who played Slipknot. Now... Why even? I mean, this, I get it. You like it, 
he was he was the 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 potsy the patsy. He was the guy who Waller got to put a point across. Oh yeah. I will pop your head like a freaking grape. Like, um boop. favorite part of the whole thing is the actor that plays him. So this guy is in you pointed this out, is in so many bit parts and he just dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he just everything. dies or he just like goes away. They just bloop, bloop, go away. He pops in and then go away. Shoo, shoo. Now, but he's so good. Like yeah. I actually really do enjoy it. So other than the characters, the story itself it played out pretty well. Like, it started out with the Enchantress. It showed us exactly where it was going with it. They showed us the main problem and went straight through the movie. I loved it. I love the fact that in the previews, we saw nothing about Enchantress. I That's love, true. I yeah. love that. Um, and again, yeah, the way the way that the story was crafted, <clears throat> they give you... They, they move immediately into the building of Suicide Squad. Waller yeah. Waller and her henchmen, like, Waller is just the master strategist that she is. She's pulling all She's the She's just a bitch. Oh, my God. Dude, she, I mean, at one point is, in the movie, They she... reference her as the devil several times in this movie, and she gladly says, like, Maybe. But, no, just, you know, but, at the end of everything, just killing everybody in the room and just walking yeah. out. Well, so, so that they, was they, they, they lead immediately into setting up the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then they give you the Enchantress, and then she goes in her direction. And then it goes right back to the story of the Suicide Squad and what they are doing and their relationships building together. And then you don't get hardcore into the back into the Enchantress until they've formed their unit going through the entire process of the movie. Flashbacks peppered in great. Um, they're not overly drawn out. They're not no. too long. They're very poignant. Uh, and then they jump right back into the story. And, and they, I love the little Batman excerpts and the Flash. Yeah, one little Boomerang. Flash excerpt in there. Yeah, it was I mean, perfect. I I think as a whole, I think the story of the movie. Was I think they well did done. a good job with doing. I mean, there's so much information, so many characters. You know, I'd have to see it again to you know really see all the. Uh, Easter eggs and everything else. There were, man. There was a couple things, like names on buildings and stuff that didn't Yeah. Play. And we were trying to... I, I don't think either one of us could figure out who the hero in that city is. Oh, uh, please, help us here. Midway City, the the main hero of Midway City. I was trying to think of... I mean, when we... I, I'm do just the, at when, a blank here, When folks. we normally do the speed zone, uh, did Red Arrow go to Midway City? Isn't that where he left oh, and went possible. to... But he obviously would not be the hero of that city. But I'm like, who? Who's the guardian of Midway City? I or can't, guardians? It's not. Help us yeah, out here, like, guys. Help us not, out yeah, here. not not coming up to mind here. <laughs> but I think overall, the movie was much better than reviewed by all the critics. This David Ayer said it himself he made it for the fans. I I loved it, and I am definitely going to go see it again and again. And probably. As in, Adam, you know me, listeners, you've been yeah. listening to me long enough that you understand, I hope by now, of the kind of person I am where um, I, I took myself doing a, a quick mental review after the movie finished. If you take the me being a comic book fan out of the mix and yeah. just rate it as a movie, yeah. it's just a movie, I, it moves well. It had fun. It's like, what, two hours and ten minutes? It didn't Something feel like, like it. it didn't feel like an hour. Um, you know, I just recently saw Star Trek, which I'm a ridiculous Star Trek fan. I've seen everything they've ever done, every everything. I go, that's my thing. Um, was the fastest two hours I've ever seen in my entire life. Because this movie rivaled that. Because it moves so quick, but still continues to hit you with so much information. Yeah. Um, that the time just seems to fly. 
And to me, that's always a great job of a filmmaker and an editing crew in particular because the way this movie is shot and cut, it's just it a just keeps it, it keeps you going, man. It's a freight train. They step on the gas and they keep going. The comedy beats were fantastic, which to me was a little interesting seeing Will Smith as Deadshot, which is normally a very cold character. I loved it. Um, pumps in so many brilliant comedy beats, but again, I'll go right back to between Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Their, their, their comedy beats are what keep that movie propelled. It's it's yeah. They just keep adding a little fucking nitrous oxide onto this high-octane speed racer, man. It's just all of a sudden, poof, they hit the gas again, then poof, they hit the gas again. I loved it, man. I was very entertained. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think as well. Please check us out it's on our Facebook page, Speed Zone Podcast, and also on iTunes, Speed Zone Podcast. Uh, that's all for this week. I'm Adam. I'm Russ. And catch us again on The Speed Zone.